Hey everybody, Ashton Gustafson here. Welcome back to another episode of Good, True, and Beautiful. I hope you are doing well. We doing all right out there today? Um, Super grateful that you have joined us. If this is your first time, welcome. We've been waiting for you. Uh, This is a place where we believe questions are greater than answers. We are on a path to discover all of the goodness and the truth and the beauty that's available in this life that we live. We're asking the big questions of what does it mean to be human? Where is it all going? What is love and peace and gratitude and goodness and faithfulness all up to? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, I love when I get to say that stuff. It makes me feel good. Um, <clears throat> that's who we are. That's what we're doing here. And uh, if this is your 130-some-odd time here, welcome back. Much love. Hope you're doing well. And uh, thanks for being here. Your presence is felt. So, uh, where do we go from here? Well, good news. You've got me again. And uh, I think that if there was any way that we could call the spring and summer of 2019 at Good, True, and Beautiful, uh, it's basically uh, Reflections with Ashton. And uh, what I've been doing is I've been going through uh, notes, my bullet journal, uh, journals over the years, random emails I've sent myself of ideas, uh, reflections, books that I've read, books that have shaped and formed me. And uh, it's been a real interesting ritual to do this because what I've what I've uncovered is um, some notes that, uh, as I revisit them, they've been very helpful uh, for me. And so I feel as though that uh, if they have been beneficial to me to revisit some of this stuff, to come up with some of this content, uh, I thought that I could just keep doing it for you guys. I want it to be a gift. I want, uh, if there could be something in these messages that you could just take one little thing and it could make one little change in your life uh, that leads you uh, to a more sustainable, peaceful, uh, meaningful, uh, wondrously mysterious life, then let's do it. That's what I'm all about. So that's what we're doing here today. Uh, and here's, here's a title for today's conversation. Are you ready for this? Um, it's called a day worth repeating so that your days don't repeat. Sounds like a book, uh, a, a day worth repeating so that your days don't repeat. Um, you guys have heard me say all the time, uh, when I speak across the country, when I share on here, uh, a lot of times I say, there's there's nothing worse than getting to the end of one of your days, turning on Jimmy Fallon, and asking yourself, how did I get here? Have you had a day where you look back and you just go, I don't, I, I, I don't even know what that was. I was, uh, I was majoring in minor things, I was a jack-of-all-trades and a master of nothing. I don't even remember where I ate lunch. I don't even remember the people I connected with. I have no connection to the moment. There was no presence. There was no gratitude. There was no progress. It was just blah. Yes. And so... uh, I, 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 and maybe, maybe this is my own personal reflection, but I have found that there are few places in life that are more frustrating to be than at that moment at about 1030 at night. And what I wanted to do here today is give you just a couple of things that maybe you could write down at the beginning of every one of your days so that you could look back 
You can look backwards at the end of your day and go, I would do that again. I would do that again. That's a day worth repeating. And the reason why I added the parentheses to this conversation, a day worth repeating, parentheses, so that your days don't repeat, is because what we truly want in life is uh, we want certainty mixed with a little uncertainty. We, we need to have enough ritual, routine, standard things, discipline, practice, non-negotiables, things that we do every single day that are certain, they're guaranteed, they're what we do. But we need to realize that those are the very things that open us up to the unique, mysterious, never-been-there-before moments in our lives. Tony Shea, the CEO of Zappos, has this beautiful phrase, and it's called accelerate serendipity. Accelerate serendipity. And, and by that, what I have found in my personal life is I can accelerate serendipity if I show up in my life with a routine, with a discipline, with a practice, um, with a ritual that allows me to participate in ways that are often hidden never noticed, unseen, overlooked, never retweeted. But those little things, those are the moments where I sow certain seeds and eventually, eventually the law of the harvest creates something down the road that allows me to enjoy something, to have enthusiasm, to be stoked about life, to have a zest about it, that, that, that life becomes electric, meaningful, purposeful. There's a rhythm there. There's Oh my gosh, there's something, there's, there's something going on here, and I just happen to be a part of it. That's what we want. That's what we all want. And so, um, with just two little shifts, I think, I think that what we can start to do is have a day that we would be worth repeating, that we would be able to look back, reflect on, and say, yes, more of that. But by doing these two little things, I think what it opens us up to do is have a life where each day's a little bit different. The path's a little bit different. Random things are sneaking in the back door. There's, there's synchronicity. And yet at the same time, there's this, I wrote this in one of my journals once. I love a day where I experience a moment where I've never been here before. Now, I can tell you, there's some of those moments that uh, 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 are, are very, very tough, challenging, wouldn't wish them on anybody. But then there's also these moments, uh, and, and most of the time they are, I call them these individual moments with the divine, with the spirit, the universe. Just It's, it's like you feel as though that something is just there happening for you. For me, it happens in nature. Uh, for me, it happens with my children. For me, it happens... A lot of times when I'm just driving or by myself, um, all of a sudden, uh, the moment is always full of magic. And I think there's two steps we can take to get us there. So uh, you want a two-step? You want to you take these two steps with me? Let's go. <clears throat> um, we've had this chat a lot this year. Um, but I feel as though that if, if I don't continue having this dialogue with us here, then uh, I, I'm missing the boat. And so I, I recognize that some of us may hear this conversation and go, hey, you've said this a lot this year. 
Um, but here's the deal. I'm still trying to get it. And I'm going to keep repeating it to myself every day because I have found that the pain, one of the major pain points in my life arises when this isn't there. So we begin, first step, a day worth repeating so that our days don't repeat. We must, hear me on this, we must begin at gratitude. And I know that this, I know I run the risk of sounding cliche, giving a pie in the sky conversation right here, but I'm telling you guys, if you don't begin at a place of gratitude where you find ways to see that your cup is overflowing, the first thing that's going to happen when you open your phone, when you open your inbox, when you step into the office, when you pull the car out of the garage, the first thing that's going to happen to you is you will feel some form of lack. I'm not enough. I don't have enough. There's not enough. I don't know if it's the information craze that we have in our lives today. I don't know if it's the overwhelming amount of advertising and marketing that comes our ways. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have an answer on that. But what I do know is if we are not grounded and totally centered in a place of gratitude, the day almost is impossible to be rich from there on. And so I have rituals often. And and some days, this is way more dense than others. Some days it's light, and I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, I can I can feel my breath this morning. I can I'm hearing the birds right now. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm looking my children in the eyes. I'm not being short with them. I am uh, I am thrilled to be alive today. Then there's some days where who knows? Maybe it was a dream. Maybe it was you didn't sleep well. Maybe it was something that you didn't deal with the day before. Um, when it's not there, when it's not there, my favorite ritual is bringing out the pen and paper and writing a hundred things to, that, that I'm grateful for. And again, I think I shared this a few episodes ago. Uh, the weirder, the better. The weirder, the better. Like don't, don't, don't put Coca Cola on there, right? I love Coke. I'm just grateful for Coke. No, 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 no. Like the marketer wins. The advertise, super, the Super Bowl ad won if, if that's where your gratitude is. Um, try to reflect on like a belly laugh you had 10 years ago. Like just a moment where the veil parted and like all, everything was won and you were totally lost in it. Um, reflect on those types of things. Reflect on the little random things that you love. Specific bands, maybe a band that you love, and and on that, maybe even a specific musician in that band. I'm grateful for that guy and how he does that. We've got to we got to get as small as we can because it's easy to go grateful for my house, grateful for my job. And listen, if you got to start there, start there. Um, but the smaller you can get the more you will begin to see it because then look when you know uh uh what what we see what we what we uh dwell on eventually expands what we think on eventually expands when you start dwelling on the small you start seeing it everywhere um so my first step my first step to encourage us into having a day that's worth repeating so that our days don't repeat is that we begin there a grateful spirit operates very well. A grateful spirit is in the flow. A grateful spirit is open to the beauty 
that happens amidst the breakdown. A grateful spirit is open to the beautiful stuff that happens when the crack comes in. The, the, a grateful spirit goes, ooh, the light comes in the crack. And listen, I don't have to tell you guys this. If it's life, your business, relationships, raising kids, whatever it is, h- how often does it all go as planned? Never. But the grateful spirit, the grateful spirit has a slight pause that goes, hmm, I could throw a temper tantrum right now. I could get really frustrated right now. I could point at this or that right now. But you know what? Um, I'm going to pause a second here and center into some gratitude, and I'm going to find where the beauty is. I'm going to find where the beauty's sneaking in the back door. The exits of gratitude, and I think this is what I wanted to share with you guys. There are egg, there are places in our spirit, in our soul, where if, if we open these doors, we will walk out from the posture in the place of gratitude. First one is this, critique. Critique. Um, can you allow difference in your life? Can you allow difference? And if you can't, um, when is the last time that someone, something, some moment, some idea was different than yours and your perfectly packaged critique convinced the moment, the person, the thing, or the idea? Um, uh, I'm not talking nouns, right? The person, place, or thing. Uh, when is the last time your perfect critique of the person, place, or thing that you delivered in a 30-second to two-minute speech uh, changed it? I'd like to hear about it. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And so if you walk through the door of critique... Um, just know that you're probably leaving the space of gratitude. Is there a place for critique? Sure. Absolutely. Is there a place to receive critique? Absolutely. Does it need to be the essence of your persona? No. No. That's exit number one. Exit number two from the place of gratitude would be labeling everything. Good. Bad. Right wrong um uh careful with your labels careful with your labels and maybe a mantra that could help you in this is um especially with people even though we're different we're all the same even though we're different we are all the same um you know, I think if, if we all came and shared our wounds, if, we, if the globe set in a big circle and we all shared our wounds, um, most of us would probably reach in and uh, reach into the center of the circle and say, I think I'll take mine back. I, I, think, I think I'll just keep mine as it is. Um, to be human, to know what it is to be human, to to allow someone their humanity. Um, careful with your labels. And maybe the repetition, maybe the mantra, maybe the saying that you need is, uh, even though we're different, we're the same. Even though we're different, we're the same. 
Next one is uh, condemnation. Condemnation. Uh, when did it, has condemning ever helped you? Has condemning ever helped you? Or, or what about cynicism? That's another exit. Pessimism. Um, critique. Labeling. Condemnation. Cynicism. Pessimism. When you step at when you when you I'll take I'll take door number pe- pessimism. <laughs> uh, when you do that. Um, you're, you're, you're leaving the place you want to be. You're leaving the place of color and moving out into a world of black and white. That's not where you want to be. You're moving, you're moving out of the place of flavor. You're moving out of the place of beauty. You're moving out of the place of love. And, and what you're doing is you're arguing with what is. You're arguing with what is. What would it be like for your life to just allow, allow the flow of such things? And maybe a mantra in that moment is, what am I here to learn? What am I here to learn? If it's true that everything is teaching us, um, can you be open? Can you be spacious? Gratitude is the place where the, the water, the channel of the water gets to move. And if we don't, if we're not open in that space, then those waters, they'll, they'll sit still, they'll get stagnant, they won't be what we want them to be. But if every day we can open that channel, uh, my senses are that when you begin at that place, your family, your relationships, your business partners, your clients, your customers, every person that comes in contact with you, you know these people. You can spot a guy from a mile away that is content, that knows that uh, he's, he's lost in a moment of joy. He's, he's dialed into the moment. His cup overflows. May not have a lot by the world standards, but his smile, his posture, his eyes tell you everything you need to know. A day that's worth repeating so that we don't repeat our days has to begin in this place. Next one is this. Now, and, and let me say, there's some true self, false self going on in this, in this dialogue today. Uh, the, the, true, the true self gets opened when, uh, when we are in the space and the place of gratitude. Now, we've had the false self conversation here. Um, listen, the false self isn't your bad self. Uh, you got to have it. Um, there's things in life today that just are. Um, your false self is, uh, I just say, it's the business card you. It's, it's, uh, it's Ashton at blank, blank, blank dot com. Okay? That's, that's what we're talking about there. Now, the problem is um, that it's not, this isn't a bad self. But most of the world believes that everything hinges on this self. And that that's a really rough place to be because once you just think that that's all that there is, uh, then what happens when that disappears one day? What happens when the, when the, the domain isn't yours anymore? What happens when the dot-com email address isn't yours anymore? What happens when you retire? What happens when you change jobs? What happens all of a sudden you lose your sense of self because that's where you hung it all? Um, but no, the false self, the false self can be a beautiful thing. Uh, it, it, it just doesn't have the final say. It's not the whole enchilada. Um, it's, 
It's the thing on the other side of the veil that no one knows about. <laughs> I love that. It's the thing. Um, it's what will end when the earthly you ends. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't go on. Um, it won't always be. Um, it's it, It's got a shelf life. Uh, the true self, no. There's no shelf life. Constant renewal. Constant expansion. Um, the the false self, yeah, it's got a shelf life. Um, hundred years from now, no one's gonna know about your business. I, I think that's true. A hundred years from now, no one's gonna know. Uh, let me ask you this: Can you name? Can you tell me what your great 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 grandfather did for a living? Well, he was probably a farmer. That was a bad example. Um, but you get where I'm going with that, right? Um, no one's going to know about the the biography to you. But that doesn't mean that it's not important. That doesn't mean that you don't need to be plugged in and finding a way uh, to grow and expand in that space in life. We've got jobs. We've got businesses we want to build. We've got people that we want to lead. All of those different things. And here's what I've found in the realm of the false self. And it's funny to even like promote the false self. Uh, But I I think that something needs to be said about it. One of the most frustrating places to be in that realm is is when you feel like you are not progressing as you should. When you feel like you're stuck. And here's the, the secret sauce to this. And again, I come from a sales background uh, in the real estate business, so a lot of this is, uh, uh, comes out of that industry. But here's the truth. The people that I've found that I want to emulate in the realm of career are people that have fallen in love with the idea of delayed gratification. And by that I mean, what is it that you're willing to do every day that's typically overlooked, not talked about, rarely seen, but is the secret sauce to what you do? Mentors, people that I'm having lunch with these days, people that I seek out, my new question to them is, what have you not done that made you successful? I know there's a million things that you could do. What did you say no to so that you could say yes to just a few <clears throat> simple things? And really, this is, this is the law of the harvest. Um, because the truth is, I, I don't know how the law of the harvest works. I, I am the last one to explain to you how sowing seeds uh, in the dirt Uh, and I'm talking in metaphors right now, sowing seeds of contribution, investing seeds of relationships, Um, uh, maybe uh, sowing seeds of uh, great data, insight, whatever that thing is that you exchange uh, in your life, business, career, whatever, um, ideas. We sow these things, and somehow, some way, the fall turns to winter, the winter turns to spring, the spring turns to summer, the rain comes, the wind blows, and eventually there's a harvest. But the truth is, most of us, we want progress every single day, but what we're not willing to do is sow the seeds of contribution, sow the seeds of investment, sow the seeds of relationship, sow these seeds. None of this is retweetable. But if we're not doing it, we're not going to have the harvest down the road. 
Let me flip the script on this for a minute too and leave the realm of business and move into spirituality. How many of us are willing to do the overlooked, easily skipped, often never talked about, daily sit of 20 minutes? You see, the, the, the daily sit of whatever your meditation practice may be, it's, 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 it's so easy to skip. It's so easy to forget. But after we show up day after day after day after day, eventually this thing becomes routine, and eventually you get six months, a year, 10 years, 20, down, 20 years down the road, and you look back and you go, that was my daily that was my daily connection. That if I didn't do that, everything else wouldn't have happened. And so we want progress in our life. We want to be moving forward in our businesses. We, we want the spiritual experience to be one of more love, more peace, more patience. We want to grow that place in our lives. The problem is most of us forget that it's about delaying some gratification. You don't need to turn on the prices right. You don't need to turn on your phone right out of the gate. Matter of fact, stay away from your phone in your day as long as you can. It's not You're not going to find it there. You're not going to find the place of contribution there. I promise you, if you show up in a tasteful way in people's lives, and I'm talking in the, in the, in the realm of business, if you show up in a tasteful way with consistency, persistence, and with a beautiful state, and a gracious posture, over time, you will harvest everything you've ever wanted to harvest. What's the Zig Ziglar phrase? Something like, if you can just help enough people get whatever they want to want, whatever they want, they'll help you get whatever you want. I mean, it's true. This is a you get what you give scenario. The law of the harvest is so mysterious to understand, but the only thing this law asks is for someone to plant something. So the second step of the day is, what are you planting? What are you planting? For your business, is it contribution? Is it data? Is it insight? What, what is it? I, I don't know. I don't know what that is in that space. But those are the secret things that we need to be doing. If we do not believe, and trust me, take me, on, take me up on this. Go find someone that you want to be like. And ask them the question of, talk to me about delayed gratification. How are you getting to enjoy, to behold, to be with, to harvest, whatever you have today? And I promise you they will tell you, oh man, the path is so, so narrow. I just, I I said no to these thousand things. I said yes to these three things. And listen, it wasn't wasn't necessarily a great, uh, fun experience every day. But eventually when I fell in love with it and I learned, oh, this is the magic this is the secret sauce, then you start to fall in love with it. This is why with, with meditation, we just come back to it. You start to go, man, I cannot not do this. If I don't do this each day, I got some trouble. If I don't do this in my business each day, I've got some trouble. So think about that. And those are these two steps. A day that's worth repeating so that our days don't repeat. When, when you start in gratitude... And when you sow with seeds of contribution, doors start opening up. Doors start opening up. I can't explain it. And the problem is, uh, you can't just do this for a day. And you can't just do it for a week. Um, 
I think Rory Vaden had a quote, and it was something along the lines of like defining success. And it was like the thing about success uh, is you got to pay the rent, and the rent is due every day. Um, I think that's true. I think that's true. And I think if if you want a day that's full of color, and you want a day where there is some newness there, um, where there's, I haven't been here before, and synchronicity where doors are just opening up and interesting things are happening. Um, tell me what you're doing in the secret. Tell me what you're doing in the quiet. Tell me what you're doing uh, in the places where nobody retweets. Are you carving out space at the soul level to be grateful? Are you naming those things? I mean, once you name them, you start getting more names when you leave the door. All of a sudden, you, you wrote down a hundred and you come back home with a thousand. And then are you doing the overwhelmingly necessary but so easy to forget planting of whatever your seeds need to be in life, both at the level of the false self and both at the level of the true self? Are you, are you carving out that space to sit and be still are you, are you carving out the space to be before you do? And then when you go do, are you doing the things? Are you zigging when the rest of the world zags? Are you doing the hidden, overlooked, beautiful art of being human? That's Listen, guys, that's the ticket. That's the ticket today. And um, if you want to grow that brand, that company, whatever that enterprise is that you're looking to do, start there. Go find someone that's doing it. Ask them if you can model what they've done. Ask them what they haven't done and ask them what the three things are that you need to be doing every day. And I'll tell you, most of those things will be overlooked. Most of those things will shock you. And most of those things will be so easy to do that they're easy to forget. That's the the toughest part of this dialogue for me today is it's so easy to teach. And since it's so easy to do, it's easy to forget. Here's the thing. It's simple, but it's easy to forget. It's simple, but it's easy to forget. When we allow gratitude to be coupled with the unseen work of sowing our seeds of contribution and our delayed gratification in life, whatever that may be, that will eventually lead us somewhere beautiful. That, that will lead you to the place where you'll go, wow, this is it. This is as good as it gets. And there you start to begin to enjoy everything in a much more wholesome and compassionate way. So as you approach this week, as you approach, as you approach this day, may you find a rhythm a routine, a practice to center you into all of the thousands, if not millions of ways your cup is overflowing. And may you also fall in love with doing the work, with showing up, with being human, and doing things to where they're not so gratifying at this moment, but eventually If you do them day after day after day, they get you to that fruitful, peaceful, wholesome, beautiful place that you wanted to be. 
And as you approach this week, may you pause by the orchid. Listen to the bluebird sing. Enjoy a day that's worth repeating. And be love. Hey, before you go, don't forget to hit subscribe right there on your phone. That's probably where you're listening. Uh, And if you enjoyed this, would you mind leaving us a review? One of the things that we're wanting to do is get this information out to as many people as we can. And we are finding that uh, when people leave good, true, and beautiful reviews, uh, that helps us get this information out more and more to people all across the world. I do not take it lightly uh, that you invite me to ride shotgun with you in your car, Uh, You allow these conversations to be a part of your jogs. You allow these conversations to be a part of the communities and families and businesses that you've been entrusted. Uh, I do not take that lightly at all, and I am thrilled uh, that you have joined us here at this table, at this conversation. There's always a seat left. There's always room for more, uh, and we are just so grateful for you guys joining us here at Good, True, and Beautiful. And as you approach this week, may you pause by the orchid. Listen to the bluebirds sing and be love.